Welcome to the Teachers to Tech podcast. I'm your host, Dean. This is the podcast where we tell you how you can grow your tech skills, whether you're starting from scratch or just want to go farther. You might be thinking about a new job, a whole new career, or just a new hobby. We'll have something for everyone, so keep listening. Welcome to episode 108 of Teachers to Tech. I'm your host, Dean. Today's topic is going to be resumes. We're going to take a brief look at how to show the tech skills you're developing on your resume. Now, we're starting with the assumption that your resume is showing a career that might not be directly related to the job you're applying for. So we need to find ways to demonstrate that you have technical skills and the ability to learn more technical skills. Maybe you're going for a job like corporate training that involves some technical material and you need to be able to show that you can bridge that gap between where you've been and where you'd like to be. So we're going to find ways on your resume to say, I've got these skills and here's where I have demonstrated them already. I want to put a little caveat in here. I don't claim to be a resume coach. I have used a resume coach before, and you know what? I spent more time than I needed to following up on all this nitpicky advice that she gave I would change my resume, submit it to her. She'd make another change that she could have seen the first time, and I spent probably three weeks of what could have been a job search working on just getting a resume together before she would say, okay, now we can put it out there. So I don't want to do that to you. When I get resumes across my desk, and I probably see, oh, 20 a week, I am not looking for a specific format. I need three things from your resume. I need it to be readable so I can find what I'm looking for quickly. I need it to be relevant so that I can see you understand the job opening I have and you can see how your own experience and skills match up with that. And I need it to have real examples of how you've learned and how you've used those skills. All right, so what do I mean by readable? Well, every once in a while I get a resume that just has a lot on it. It's hard to slog through it. Maybe at the top of the resume, it's got a run-together paragraph of all kinds of skills. They could be all just phrases stuck together in one big jumble. Those skills could be lumped together so that there's a tech skill next to a soft skill next to something else. And then I have to read through all of that and try and figure out what's what, what's relevant. Really not my job to decode your resume. But somebody might have told you, hey, listen, if you want attention in those searches, you're going to have to make sure you have all these keywords on your resume. Well, maybe, but that's not the way to do it for somebody who has to read it. So what you need to do is add a skill section somewhere on your resume. Make sure it's clear. I've seen it at the top where it's organized well. I've seen it at the end of the resume, also organized well by types of skill. I've even seen one resume that had those skills off to the side, like a left-hand navigation. And so I could easily pick out what skills this applicant was claiming to use. Now, the paragraph I just described will also sometimes appear underneath a bullet point or a section that is dedicated to one past job experience. Either way, this jumble of keywords does not make it easy for a hiring manager to figure out what you're trying to say you can do. So keep the thing organized, and that should be true of the whole resume, too. It should be easy for somebody to go to your resume and say, here's where I learn about your education, here's where I learn about your experience, here's where I learn about your skills. 
The other way to keep that resume very readable is to make sure that we say things as briefly as we can. Find out where you've used more words than you need to and boil things down. Now, be sure you don't lose the meaning, but here's a little example. Let's say your resume said, I checked to be sure all quarterly reports were received from each department. You could shorten that to monitored quarterly report submissions. If you've got a friend that'll read your resume but really doesn't know much about the job you do now or the job you're applying for, they can still check for things like that while they're looking at your grammar and your spelling. The second characteristic I look for in a resume is relevance. Relevance means you show me, the hiring manager, that you have technical skills that apply to the position that I'm filling. Make sure you know what you are applying for. You want to show that you have tech skills, and hopefully they actually relate one-to-one with the skills looked for in the job that you're applying for. If they don't, you're going to want to use them as examples of things that you can learn, or types of things that you're familiar with, because they relate to the job you're trying for. But don't waste ink with a lot of unrelated items. Sometimes I get resumes from, say, English teachers or college instructors in English, and they don't have technical skills on the resume. That's not to say they don't have technical skills, but that what they call out on their resume is the fact that they've led a professional learning community or they've created a special course around literature only dealing with, say, one specific societal issue. And these could be worthwhile projects but they don't apply to the openings I interview for. So I get the impression that the applicant has no tech background to call out, or they may not understand what the job calls for. Don't hide your light under a bushel here. I've been in an interview with a candidate who showed all teaching on his resume, and when one of my coworkers asked, what do you do in your spare time? It turned out he had hobbies that were mechanically technically related and electronically related. And so he became a very strong candidate in a short time. He looked at us and said, I guess I should have put that on the resume, huh? And he was right. The last characteristic I mentioned your resume should have is real examples. Now by real, I mean something that could be demonstrated by you as a skill. If your resume just says Excel in the skills area, I need to know more. I cannot gauge your level of expertise just by that one title. But if you add details, maybe under the section where you're describing a specific job responsibility, you could say things like, well, I created a custom function so that I could convert temperatures from Fahrenheit to centigrade in an Excel spreadsheet. Now I know exactly what you've done. You could also reproduce it. If I said, hey, tell me how you did this or showed me how you did that, I could see that. And now you've picked out something that uses specific language that refers to features in Excel, and we can have a conversation. If I need to know more, I can ask you questions like, well, hey, did you ever record a macro in Excel? And you and I know that we have some common ground there. I've got a feel for the kinds of things you're used to. So maybe when you're writing your resume and you only have so much space you want to use and you say, hey, look, I've got a few things I might have to cut out. Maybe cut out the things where you say, I organized the team outings or I coordinated meetings and replace it with those specific things you've done that relate to technological skills. 
Let's wrap up today by pulling it all together. First of all, your resume should be readable. That means you should keep it organized and you should use the briefest possible wording, but without losing any meaning. You should leave your skills that are relevant on the resume and take out the ones that are not relevant. Make sure that I can see that I have somebody in front of me who knows how to relate the work that they have done in the past or the learning they've done in the past to the things that I'm going to ask them to do when they come to work for me. And finally, make sure when you're trying to show that you have certain skills and certain learning that you give concrete, real examples. This is what I've done specifically. So I have a gauge on exactly what you have learned and what you understand. All right, that's all for today. I understand that there's some good news in the Raspberry Pi world. And if you don't know what that means, that's another good reason to come back for the next episode. That's all we have for today. This is Dean saying thanks for listening. And we hope to have you back with us next time on Teachers to Tech.